I'm meteorologist Gary Lezak. This is The Forecast. Hi, Gary. With Bob Lyon. Hey, how about that? All and right. And Gary Lezak. Thank you for watching and listening to this podcast on YouTube. And thank you for being a sponsor. Results Personal Fitness. Yes. Yeah, there it is. There's the show. Today. He brings them everywhere he goes. I know. Everywhere. How about that? Yeah, I do. But, uh, you know, it's David Schlossman at Results. It's 135th of Metcalf. And they're our big sponsor for this segment. And they have a great system. Go out there. I was there this morning. Did a fantastic uh, back, trap, and shoulders workout. Ooh, today. that's a good 40, day right there. 40 sets today. What? Yep. This is... Again. How can you count that high? That's too many sets. David is pushing you so hard. I know. And we, is he trying to get you to do 60 sets at 60? Is that I the goal? I think I would have done 60 sets today, but Jeff Penner came in sure. to work out with me. Yeah, yeah. And he slowed things no, down. No, you, you yep. can't. Did you just throw Jeff under the workout well, bus? He was, you know, he slowed things down and and he was going over his diet with David Schlossman. Okay, and, that's fair. And that's... In between sets, and I, we were doing the same things. So I had to wait on him a few times. I understand. Uh, for those of you who have not, Jeff Penner is also a beefcake. I yeah. mean, he's got he brings his own guns to the show. <laughs> I don't. I feel like he's always wearing a suit. Yeah, like everybody at least gets to see you in in the t shirt. Well, Jeff is always very professional, and it's tough to tell that he's got concealed weapons under that suit because he goes to results first. Right. Fitness. It's all David Schlossman. So. Thank you, David, and the whole gang over there. Results and Uphold Home are another sponsor. Uh, yes. Fantastic concept as you go on to your golden years. Uphold Home. Uphold and, Home. Uh, you might as well stay at home. You can get the best fitness and doctor advice and to stay at home instead of going into a home. That's a great premise. Good yeah. concept. So fantastic. I do like. All right. So all right. Do you want? I mean, we we took a little time off. Yeah. You want to you want to tell the kind folks as to uh, the how and the why? I went to Colorado for a few days, check it out, see how beautiful that place is. I haven't Gorgeous spent a lot of time out there since I've uh, been retired. And then I went to Lake Tahoe, where they yeah. had eight hundred inches of snow this winter. It's an inconceivable amount of snow. You saw it. Did your eyes believe what you were seeing? I, I have never seen that much snow at lake level. Golly, man. There were cars buried underneath seemingly glaciers. Still? Yeah. Like, how long ago was the snow falling? And it's still... Uh, well, it snowed again after I left. Of course it, it already did. snowed of again. Of course. Because we're in the same pattern, according to the LRC. Absolutely. The LRC model, the patent pending model, predicted that winter out west. And uh, so uh, it's happening. Everything is still right on schedule. Yeah. And as a result, this pattern that's cycling through right now... We, with Weather 2020 and our model and system, our methodology and technology with the LRC, we have made a product that's uh, about 11 severe weather outbreaks long Correct. in yes. this PDF. Yeah. And the first six that we predicted have all happened. So we're six for six. Six for six, folks. Right. And there was one possible miss so far. See, this is good. They're bringing out the humility in us. Well, they want to know, what are there any misses? There's only been one. There's one miss. It, it is interesting. I liked that when you described it to me, you said, I considered it including it in the risk assessment, but opted not to in the analysis. Well, in November, there was nothing in that part of the pattern. And I left it out, even though there are, last week when we had some severe weather, right, right. Uh, the tornado warnings around St. Louis, that was not predicted. So it's not like we predicted one and it didn't happen. One happened that we didn't predict right, in that right. PDF. So we're six for six on our predictions. And one that happened that we didn't predict, if that makes sense. That does make sense. Yeah. yeah. So 
But now as we go to the NFL week, we are predicting a severe weather potential again. Sure. Uh, we publicized this. Maybe it's going to include Kansas City. We know there's going to be two storm systems next week, and two storm systems are showing up. We're recording in the region. This, yeah. yeah, we're recording this podcast right before the NFL draft that happens to be in Kansas City. So the two storm systems that are going to show up around Monday and Tuesday and then right around draft are right on schedule. This is breaking news. This is scary. The severe weather risk, though, might end up being south of here. We've got to see okay. how it sets up. Okay. So rain, a chance of thunderstorms, and uh, there's this block forming up in the northern territories of Canada and Greenland that may make it too cool here. That, ah, I see. Because okay. we, don't, we don't need 400,000 people to be outside with a tornado risk. That would be very unfortunate. Right. That'd so, be a spooky, spooky event. We just have to see how that sets up, but that's next week. But NFL is sort of the topic because uh, we have Indeed. a draft coming up in Kansas City. Well, real real quick, I thought, I man, I hadn't seen. We were just talking about it. I, I'm going to bring this up because uh, what day? I don't even know the date today, the date that we're recording this. We had crazy storms here in the Kansas City area last the night. The 20th. It's the 20th of April as we're recording this. Today is the 420. Excellent. So uh, it was fascinating, though. I was driving home late um, and looking up north. It just looked like the apocalypse was happening. Just lightning strike after lightning strike. And then you were sending me some videos of, like, tornado reports and, and some of the more extreme things that were happening in, what, Oklahoma? Yeah, Oklahoma. Yeah. Which, so that was why you're, you're claiming this was six of, of six from right. uh, severe weather. Not only that, here's an interesting LRC story. Okay, a friend of mine, I got a lot of friends in Oklahoma because that's where I started sure. my career. I started at KWTV in Oklahoma City. Uh, I actually started at the PBS station there. Ended up being at KWTV because somebody said the F word on the air. Right. And so we We've told, discussed that. Go, go yeah, a few episodes go back. Go a few episodes back. Gary will tell you that's about That's how it. I got my first job. But the helicopter for that, um, that, that station that I used to work at was... That was... That was my former TV station. Whoa! Did you okay. see that tweet? I did. Yeah. So I saw the, that video. Yeah. The helicopter got hit by a golf ball, the baseball size hail, knocked out the windshields. So I, I'm sure the, the wow, pan, and they damaged the helicopter. They did make it to the ground. They didn't crash. Okay. But the pilot was in a panic. So, yeah. I mean, because I just was hearing the audio and it sounded. I mean, understandably, <laughs> there was yeah. there was a lot happening. But a friend of mine lives in Oklahoma City and. 52 days before on February 26th. Remember, this okay. year's pattern is cycling about 50, 51, 52 days, 49 to 52 days, roughly, maybe a little bit in that range. So February 26th was 52 days before April 19th. Okay. And he sent me a picture of him in his pantry with his dog because there's a tornado. Wow. Yeah. He says, I'm going to remember April 19th or 20th when this returns. Sure. And so yesterday he texts me, he says, Gary, this is right what you said was going to happen On schedule, man. 52 days ago. And he sent me another picture of his dog, and they had more tornado warnings, and this time they had significant tornadoes yeah. south of Oklahoma City. Wow. So uh, can, can I ask the dramatic question? Yeah. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm... I'm pulling you too deep into drama territory. And you don't have to comment on it if you don't want to. I, I just wonder, that helicopter being in that situation, right, is that something where somebody at the station said, we don't care if there's a danger, get up there, the people want to see the severe weather, or do you think it was just one of those, like, a, a tragic coincidence where 
just wrong place at the wrong time. Is there any way, any way you can give somebody guidance like that when they're in the air to avoid that type of danger? Absolutely. And if I were the meteorologist on TV, I might notice that he's too close, and I will say that on the air. I've said that to yeah. our helicopter pilot in the past, Captain Greg Borden here yeah, in Kansas yeah. City. I said, hey, Captain Greg, I think you're too close to that cell. You're about to run into to the gust front and you don't want to do that. Yeah, man. And wow. so back off. Uh, so I, I'll try to do that as a meteorologist, but he knows um, he's one of the best pilots for this in Oklahoma. Sure. And he's been through storms before, but he was just too close for this situation. His curiosity got the best of him should, on that should, day. He should have noticed there was a potential of him getting into that hail shaft. Yeah, yeah. And um, he ran into those problems. But uh, That's spooky, man. But yeah. he's landed safely, right? He landed safely okay. and... And uh, 50 days from now, there will be another chance there. Oh, my gosh. Put so, it on the record. Yeah, it's already in our forecast. It's still in, it's in our forecast. Gary already. shouts it all the time. So the NFL draft. Oh, the draft. Who knew? Right, man? Okay. Here in Kansas City. I mean. Very exciting. You're hearing all these experts. Just remember, no matter what the experts say, just go back to Patrick Mahomes. The experts <laughs> did not think Patrick Mahomes was a first rounder. He they thought that he has bad footwork and his right, right. his you know the his techniques are flawed. He throws from all these weird angles and um who would have known that he that would have translated great into the NFL? Well, Brett Veach knew. Very much so. Yeah. yeah. And so he saw like a, a next generation concept, I would say. Like an an oh man, I'm I'm going to sound overly Ridiculous here, like a ubiquitous, but it's like there there was a necessary evolution of like an athlete in the quarterback position, and right. then you start to see some of the you know because the highlights are absolutely the no look passes and the this and the you know it's crazy where quarterbacks had never really attempted that, and you wonder why would it just be was it fear of consequences of getting it wrong or what or if you're Patrick Mahomes are you practicing that as a kid you know it's right. something you do in the schoolyard and you think I would never do this in a in a you know, a billion-dollar game, and then you do. When he was uh, with John Gruden in an interview b- before that NFL draft, okay, yeah. um, John Gruden says, do you, do you just, are you trying to show off? And he says he's not trying to show off, okay? It's the game he plays. He says, not- he's just like, he, he sees the guy open, and wherever he's at, he yeah. throws it. He just happens to have that extreme talent. It's interesting, because I would think, if you know, if you're at that position, in that instant, are you thinking, like, they're paying me a lot of money to make sure that this ball goes where it's supposed to go, this might be too much of a gamble, right? right? Like the I say the average quarterback. I don't mean that in like the pejorative. Like an average quarterback would probably go like, it's too risky. I'm not gambling on this throw right now. But to Patrick Mahomes in the world, they go like, it'll be fine. Even yeah. in college, though, his statistics showed a 40 touchdown to 10, t- 10 interception ratio, something like that, or even better than that. He's always been smart. He's there was yeah. something special that he had that a lot of people did not see. So again, pretty impressive. When, this, when you hear the experts talk about some players, they'll be right about some, they'll be wrong about others, and <laughs> that's why our weather forecasts, when we're right most of the time, that's pretty good because these sports predictors are not very good. I mean, they're they're taking shots, and you do got to take shots. I mean, you know, there's, it's a risk reward situation, I suppose. Right. And I don't know. We don't dare go over some of the 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 number one draft pick busts over the years, yeah. you know, it gets, it gets a little screwy, but uh, I guess the question here is, um, 
your old best friend Alex Smith, right? right? <laughs> when, Are you going to bring that up? I mean, I feel like there there is an Alex Smith-shaped elephant in the room. Uh, yeah. for, <laughs> you look nervous. Are you nervous about this? Well, his, are you talking about his wife, Elizabeth? Well, I feel like it crescendos to his wife, Elizabeth. Well, right? how, do, how do you remember this memory? I remember you being somewhat of a critic of Alex Smith's abilities in the quarterback position while uh, with the Chiefs organization. Is that a fair way of putting it? In some respects, it is. But I always, you know, I love every quarterback the Chiefs have ever had, sure, including Alex to. Smith. Okay, okay. Alex yeah, yeah. Smith was criticized for being a game manager. Right. He was an incredible game manager. He is one of the. He would. He would be one of the top ten quarterbacks in the league. Okay. Or Indeed, so yeah. Each year, perhaps. he's more of a protector. Like so, yeah. I I think if we're looking at it too from like a risk rewards, right? right. He was usually not into the idea of taking risks, right? Uh, he was more right. of a protector at the quarterback right. position, which is good. That is a skill. That is a great skill. Yeah, he just didn't take chances. That just wasn't his, wasn't his personality. But what had happened is he had got injured in a game. Indeed. And it was, um, who's the quarterback, uh, the, the backup quarterback? He, no. He went to the Super Bowl with the, with the Eagles. Um, come on, what's his name? I'm drawing a blank on his name. I'm right trying now. to remember the year was 2016. It'll hit me right in a second. Well, he, yeah, he was the backup quarterback. Yeah, and he came in and he, like his second pass was like this floater <laughs> in the air that seemed to float. I I, I never saw an Alex Smith pass ever do that. Right, right. And I was like, oh my goodness, wow. Yeah, Nick, Nick Foles, Foles thank nice. You, thank you. Ben with the with hey, the win. Hey Nick, I am so sorry, buddy. But uh, but Nick Foles came in. Yeah. Oh yeah. And when he and 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 you know Alex Smith is injured, and so when I watched that, I tweeted, "Is it just me? Oh no. Or is the Chiefs' offense running better with Nick Foles? Okay." And well, I I think it was a little more dramatic than that. Not much. No, I don't think so. I think I remember a word what, for word. What What was it? That pass doesn't happen with Alex Smith at quarterback. Okay, probably. Okay, I mean, that, that was, it just it has a little more of right. a dramatic twinge well, to it. And, and I might have said, is it just me or, or the chief, is it Chiefs office? <laughs> it might have been in the same tweet but stream. But it hit yeah. Elizabeth Smith. Understandably. Alex's wife hard. Yeah, and yeah. she says, why don't you just stick to the weather? Indeed. Okay. Yeah. I've always had that my whole career. One of, of and, course. And I'm like, no. Okay, I'll, I'll, I got my opinion. It's okay to have everybody opinions. Else. Right. And I know sports pretty well. And I and and then she she said you know you know because he's injured he's like I I was offline you know out of line and yeah and so um you know and so we I got in this Twitter battle battle with her of course and of course I was like oh no I'm in a Twitter battle with her and I was respectful I I understood I and but you know I didn't back down but apparently this battle got to. You know CBS News and made ESPN national news and made it, it made it made it all to all the networks and you can go Google uh, quarter it's quarterback's wife's or Alex Smith's wife's um, blast meteorologist and I'll probably come up. <laughs> so the the year was 2016. I looked at it recently too. I went back and, and checked oh, it out. Oh, you went and looked this up. The comments. Oh, sweet baby Jesus, Gary really? Lezak, the comments. Well, I don't you know if I want to... think comments are bad today. <laughs> like, really? Oh, my God. Were they against me or her? 
I, most of them I'd say were against you when it made national news because the framing of the national news made it sound like you were just like the second coming of the most evil human being on the planet. Right. right? So like it, it had all obviously been dramatized in just headlines. Every headline was like, you know, like quarterback's wife eviscerates stupid idiot weatherman. You know, it's just like, okay. So then obviously everybody just reads the headline and it's like, yeah, you should stick to the weather because you're a real stupid guy. Like, okay, man, I'm cool. And so it's just like 80% of that, of everybody just having this very strong opinion about something they know very little about. I know. It's all in the presentation. Oh, I'm glad you did your research for this segment. (laughs) I mean, you have to revisit your Lezak history. I know. It's pretty fun, man. But then, then, then the, a year or so later, Alex Smith comes out and does the plaza lighting with me. Did he? I didn't know that. You didn't know that? No. He, he was the celebrity flip switcher. How did it go? And Patrick Mahomes and Kareem Hunt are sitting there off to the side watching, and I never met Patrick Mahomes, even though he's right there. Right. Because I was sort of obsessed with making sure Alex Smith had a good experience Excellent. at flipping yeah. the, okay. the switch at the plaza lighting. And you got along. There was no... No yeah. elbows thrown. No, he saw I, the guns and he didn't. He didn't go for it. <laughs> That's got to be it. Thank you, David Schlossman, for possibly saving Gary Lezak's life in that moment, so that he looked too intimidating and Alex Smith wouldn't fight him oh on God. stage at the Plaza. I think Alex Smith could beat my ass. If you wanted to. <laughs> I, mean, I saw. I was at the uh, when the, the Ninja Warrior, right? The yeah. American Ninja Warrior came to Union Station here in Kansas City, and Alex Smith was a quarterback for the Chiefs at the time. And I, uh, I knew somebody that got me tickets, so I was able to go to the, and, and view the, the taping of it. And a hush came over the crowd, and Alex Smith just walks through, like, in, in front of the stands. Wow. Very, very nice, waving. I mean, his blue eyes were just hypnotizing. He just looked gorgeous and, and like, was very kind and sweet. But an intimidating uh, figure, no yeah. doubt. Like yeah. he, I you see him on TV, and everybody in the NFL yeah. is huge. So He's you a think like, oh, guy, you and know? but he was a big dude, and yeah. I mean, I was like, oh yeah, he has a presence to him, definitively. Right. Uh, but anyway, he did flip the switch, and so. He did. It was just a little three-yard pass to just pull that thing down. So he did <laughs> no, really. You can't. <laughs> he did complete that one. Oh, that's impressive. So, but anyway, he protected no, the switch. No, but man. seriously, he managed it. It was, it was fun that night. His he wife, a... his wife wasn't there. But see, uh, I, I did read a follow-up article too, and and honestly, like Alex you read Smith, a follow-up article. It was hard. There were so many. <laughs> You fall into just like a click hole of of the drama. Oh no! And he was actually. Uh, incredibly gracious in like his handling. He just kept saying, he's like, you know, I, I play the game, so I don't take anything personally because I'm in there and I feel as though like I'm the one who's able to make something happen or whatnot. But I understand that like your loved ones are watching the game and you know, they, there's a sense of helplessness because they're just viewing it. They're not in it. And he so was they, injured when I did my and tweets. That it, it is so, unfortunate. He had yeah. went out because of a concussion yeah. protocol. Yeah, yeah. Well, I guess before concussion protocol, but yeah. he was definitely injured. It was not a great right. situation. Right. Um, but your tweet wasn't necessarily about that. I think it's easier to it's easy to mischaracterize. I just do the, what the I do situation. in all games. If you follow me on Twitter at G Lezak, you'll see. Got a lot I, to say. I, I, I comment. Ooh, on this guy this, got so. a lot to say. But he was very gracious. He just he he very you know he's like my wife. She has a lot of emotions. Obviously, she's watched me play a lot of football, and I can I can understand why she feels that way. It doesn't bother me at all. Right. Anybody can say whatever they want. Yada, and by yada, the so. way, before Patrick Mahomes, my tweets about the Chiefs, negative tweets about the Chiefs were probably, before Patrick Mahomes, thousands and thousands oh of them. God. Since Patrick Mahomes, about a dozen. <laughs> Built a How can you criticize that guy? Chiefs. I mean, I can't. Uh, do you realize I'm obsessed with Patrick Mahomes? 
You understand that? I, I would tend I mean, to agree. Yeah. I, I literally have watched the Super Bowl, I think it was my ninth Obsessed. time this week. Okay. My ninth that time. That is insane. And I went back and watched the Cincinnati game. Yeah, okay? sure. You forgot some of that game beforehand because they had to beat Cincinnati, and that was scary at times. No doubt. But my goodness, Mahomes, and then, and then I've watched every single YouTube done on Mahomes by. A, B, C, D, E, F, G, even high school kids. I mean, I've watched everything about him because I just can't. I want to take in the game here. I want to take in. We all have to stop and smell the roses. The Chiefs have been to three of the last four Super Bowls. They've had five straight years. By all means. Where the AFC Championship game at Arrowhead Stadium, five years in a row, and thank God. God, they beat Cincinnati. Thank goodness they beat Philadelphia because now his records are two and one in the Super Bowls, three and two in the AFC Championship game. And there is some debate, okay? I watched. Uh, debate? Know, Who's debating? There, no, there's some debate on, you know, if Mahomes would have played in the playoffs as. His rookie year, they would have gone again. I yeah, we can't we can't live in the yeah. past. Yeah, I, get, I mean it's a fair debate. It's a fun discussion yeah. to, to so, be had. But so there was a very disappointing loss there. As there was every year. seems without. to be the and, ro- and, proper and characterization. To Alex Smith's credit, I was there at the Pittsburgh Steelers Chiefs playoff game where the Chiefs lost eighteen to sixteen. Yeah, right. And the Chiefs were down eighteen to ten. And Alex Smith drove the Chiefs down the field with one and a half minutes to go, gets the touchdown. It's 18 to 16. He goes to a two-point conversion, and he completes the two-point conversion to tie it up at 18. The crowd was embracing. It was about as loud and as excited as Arrowhead Electric has ever been. It was, like, epically crazy. But then I'm in Roger Goodell's booth, okay? You're in Roger... I the was, Roger Goodell. I was in his booth. That's a whole story. Yeah. And Roger Goodell goes, holding. That was holding. I'm like, and I'm embracing Tim Grunhart, myself, and this other person. There was only like five people in there. And and we're like jumping up and down with the whole stadium. And then um, it was holding. They didn't get the two-point conversion. It's 18 and 16. Then they're trying to stop Pittsburgh. Right, right. One, right. and it was third down, and Roethlisberger goes back and throws one of those passes into the air that I never see Alex Smith do again. Okay, come on. I thought we were we were making nice. <laughs> I was just saying. Okay. It went into the air, and it landed in a Pittsburgh Steelers' arms. I was like, and that I, was Because when you're at the stadium, you see the ball in the air, and, and that was it. But le- that third down, that was probably the loudest Arrowhead Stadium ever Ever was. And then, of course, it's silent. We all walk out there in dead silence. Oh, the pain kicks in, man. But since that moment, the Chiefs are the best team in the NFL. Uh, you got to experience that level of disappointment in the uh, the watchful gaze of Roger Goodell, huh? That's, yeah, that's was, pretty cute. I was in, I was in the booth. Um, Andy, my partner, um, and Andy, he, Andy's four and a half years sober. Right, he, right. He, he had been drinking then. Okay? Sure, sure. So I got invited by Tim Grunhart to go, he says, Gary, do you want to come up into commissioner's booth? And I said, um, sure. And he says, <laughs> he says, Bill Cowher's here too. Really? Yeah. So I, okay. So, so, That's a party right there. So I said, Andy, you want to go meet Bill Cowher? And Andy's like, I want to meet Bill Cowher. And so, but, Big fan, an existing fan? Yes. Okay. And so, so we, we left. We got up there. We ended up in the booth. We left when it was 18 to 10 and that drive was starting. So I got up into the booth when Alex Smith was driving down the field. And it ended up being Bill Cower, Bill Cower's wife, Roger Goodell, 
Roger Goodell's bodyguard, I believe. Wow. Okay, I think okay. so. Intimidating And I told sure. Roger Goodell about Weather 2020 in a commercial break. Like Excellent. A, okay. There was like a timeout, during a timeout. And I and I gave him my two-minute elevator Always speech. pitching. That's great. So Roger Goodell knows who I am. Roger Goodell, you need to hire Weather 2020 because all these other weather services that you do use, perhaps, whoever they are, they will be wrong. They're ridiculous. So right. you need to hire... Uh, this new way of predicting the weather with Weather 2020. Great pitch. Good insertion. In the- but he re- he'll he remember me, I'm certain, from that day. That's a, but, that's a moment, yeah. Or I might have to jog his memory. But, that's fair. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that's how I ended up in Roger Goodell's booth. And, that's a pretty fun one. And man. it was there when those devastating things happened. But it was exciting. That's an interesting event. I feel like, so maybe your obsession with Patrick Mahomes is just because you were here through the uh, the lesser Chiefs years. I was here since I was born, okay? I was here... With the Los Angeles Rams, who had the same kind of dilemma, they could never right. get to. They got to the big game once, and they uh, lost to the Pittsburgh Steelers in the seventies. Okay, nineteen seventy-eight it was. And so then I moved to Kansas City. The Rams moved to St. Louis. I became no no way I'm a Rams fan because I hated St. Louis because I'm in Kansas City. So I ended my Rams fandom. This and I became a Chiefs fan, and it makes sense because the Rams left my hometown. So now I'm in point. my new yeah. hometown, Kansas City. And so, yes, I lived and breathed the Chiefs. They almost got to the Super Bowl well, with Joe Montana. One. It was a tough so, one. So, yes, I'm cherishing these moments. I can understand that. Uh, it's it's funny. So you mentioned you once did a was it like an event at a Chiefs game? Was this in '98? Would you? Oh, mo- you're gonna bring that up now? I'm just curious, man. Yeah, it was. Not, I think it was '98. It was 97 or 98 when the Chiefs played the Denver Broncos. Right. Okay. All right. And they lost the game 14 to 10. Ah. And that's the time when if Rich Gannon were quarterback, we probably would have gone to the Super Bowl. So it must have been 97 because Gannon was in 98. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So And when the Chiefs played the Broncos in 98, they got blown out 30 to 7. In Arrowhead, it was brutal. I went back and watched it. We live in a world where well, that you... wasn't a playoff game. No, that was no, no, it wasn't a playoff game. That no, is I'm good point. No. Four... You were in a playoff game. This is the Oof. this is the four... this is the playoff game. Okay, all right. Sorry, so, walk me through. Uh, no, do I'm tell. just glad you've done more research. I am just blown away <laughs> by how much research you do on this. <laughs> I mean, it's like I don't seven care minutes. about that regular season blowout from the Broncos. That would hurt. Yeah. No, the Chiefs lost fourteen to ten. They had the ball with like forty seconds, and I believe Paul Hackett was the offensive coordinator okay and they were lost at the end of that game really? it's 14 to 10 in that game but before that game i attribute our loss to this because i want oh, i love no. getting experience but i was asked as a celebrity to be in the they had you had three chances to kick a field goal and you went up against everybody so my turn was like 30 seconds i have 30 seconds i have three chances i gotta kick a like a 20-yard field goal from the 10-yard line. Wow. Had you ever attempted a field goal no, before? and it looked like it. Ooh. Okay. I couldn't do it. There's so no way. I, I, I went up there, and the first one went low, the second one went low, and the third one went to the right and on the ground. Shoot. So okay. I was 0 for 3. I did not have a proud moment, and I still got some cheers or boos from the crowd. I can't remember. And I'm now lost, sorry I brought this up. I, I didn't lo- know the end I result. I lost to a woman who, okay. had, who kicked one through. 
Who right. was it? Do you I remember? don't know who it was. It's a celebrity. Maybe it was Elizabeth Smith. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> that would have just been just yeah. the smear. I don't know who it was, but uh, yeah, but yeah, that but that was right before that big game, and then I got up into the stands with my friends, and and uh, it was just quite. Oh, Chiefs needed to win that, but it's okay. That's it's tough. All, all those losses. Wait, so you're attributing the loss, the Chiefs losing, to your inability to kick a field well, goal in 30 seconds? Well, because I was asked to do it, and I really like to get the game experience, but because there's a lot of pressure to go down on the field and do that stuff. I can't even fathom, man. Yeah. Everybody so, assumes in the moment that they'll yeah. rise to the occasion, but I, how ridiculously difficult would that be? In football, I would be a really great receiver because I got really, really good hands. I can see that, so sure. In, in basketball, I'm pretty good. My With David Schlossman in your corner, you'll yeah, get there. That's right. There's so, still time. But I'm I'm done playing sports. Oh, so okay, fair. I'm sorry, but I'm not going to be I'm not going to get <laughs> in, on your intramural team. But I would be very good. <laughs> but see, this this is fair. So you've you've lived through the dynasty of ups and downs, and now. I mean, I think the exclamation point on on that was when you got to give the honey badger a hug in the parade, right? Oh yeah. I mean, that's a pretty great moment. Like yeah. all the years of fandom and the the difficulties and the tears, and then yeah. you get to be out there on the street in the Super Bowl parade, right? And just get the the most gleeful hug. <laughs> I know when it was KSHB forty one out there, we were the official partner of the Chase, so we got to be inside. It was a great. Bit. And so when the coverage was incredible, yeah, yeah, when the honey badger, it was very cold that it day. This is the cold. first Super Bowl mm, parade, yeah, game, or, or the second one if you count the nineteen seventy. I was there. I was. I was not in the parade. I was. I was in front of Union <laughs> oh, Station. You were there? I was there. It was. It was a, um, it was a cold day. <laughs> hey, well, that was a very cold day. But yeah, the honey badger came by and he saw me. And he, and he goes, hey, and we just naturally, like, in slow motion, walked towards each other, gave each other a big hug. What an embrace. And I said, congratulations. And uh, so, yeah, and then Dia Wall and Kevin Holmes at my retirement party gift gave me this really great painting. And really? You haven't seen it? I haven't seen this. It's, it's, and its center of the painting is me hugging the honey badger. Very cool. But with all, all, all five of my dogs are in, in there. The, Impressive. The, uh, so Windy, Stormy, Breezy, Rainbow, and Sunny are all in this big picture. All That's my adorable. weather dogs. That is truly adorable. So you'll have to see that. But, um, yeah, so that was special. That is a that's a nice way to to cap it all all off. I mean, we're still going, obviously, and I don't know. Maybe someday your obsession with uh, Patrick Mahomes will will get out and. No, and it's going to continue. This is amazing. I mean, the guy. I hope he stays. But if in. you still have him, you haven't met him. You didn't meet him that day at the uh, at the lighting with Alex Smith. He was right there. He was right there, man. I know, Patrick. Come on, I'll be your weatherman. <laughs> personal weather. Yeah, you, I mean, you, you need one. You can afford one. I think. I mean, and this is a fascinating personal chef, personal bodyguard, right. maybe personal transport, personal no, just, weatherman. No, it's just, the next step. Yeah, I'll just be his personal weatherman, and I'll have advice for the Chiefs. Huge That'd advantage for the Chiefs to have weather twenty twenty and us as their personal weather people. Can you? I mean, you sometimes do discuss conditions with them I all don't, the time can, can we disclose yeah. that i don't yeah, know is there, is there a secret there i don't there's think there's no a secret, secret. No, yeah. I, I talked to you the got grounds, a bat phone to I, the i talked to the groundskeeper uh, for the chiefs and the right, royals right. Yeah. regularly they know they know where to get the best weather information and we have insight uh and accuracy can you so. help the royals out because they might need a little tlc i don't know at this point i think they're like four and four and 20 or something like that <laughs> so. you might that might be a little, yeah, a little maybe, maybe they're four and fifteen, something like that. It ain't great, right. but it's a rebuilding hey, year. Here's Harry. a problem with the Royals: they're not on TV. You have to pay eighteen ninety five for a package that, or whatever, and it's got messed up. Man. It, it just should be free because you know you're going to lose fans, yeah, Royals fans, and so 
Um, the NFL the, does the blackouts right. and the it's a it's a weird I don't thing. Know. But it, uh, the games, uh, baseball, major league baseball games now with the new rules. I went to one earlier. I have not seen it yet, dude. It is a fascinating experience. Really? I, I will say. It's do you much, watch the Do you watch the clock? Uh, kind of. It but does. You know what's happening. It provides a level of um, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, anxiety the, as you watch the pitcher, the pitcher has to pitch but the batter can't just back out correct yeah and so the game started earlier the game went considerably quicker right. i mean it was a it was a breeze and i don't know there's elements of it that were really nice and that i kind of I, I had to miss a little bit of the lackadaisical nature right. but i understand obviously why they were they're trying to make that's changes okay. it's, a, it's yeah. an evolution I'll, it's fair. i have not experienced that yet but i do know that that's not a good philosophy for los angeles fans the dodger fans well, do tell because you know there's this whole thing about the dodger fans you because know, of traffic they get there by about the third <laughs> inning okay. and then they leave in the seventh or eighth inning because of traffic and they want to avoid the traffic so they only see the third to the eighth inning and now with the pitch clock they probably get there in the fourth inning yeah. and leave in the fifth inning they'll see like so 20 minutes of actual so baseball yeah yeah <laughs> They get there the fourth inning. Up, time to go. I didn't know that was such a thing. That's yeah, great. You no, know, it's, it's it's sort of a running joke in L.A., but it's yeah. somewhat true. If you watch the beginning of the game, there's a whole bunch of seats missing because there's traffic. Everybody's stuck. Yeah. I went to. I was in L.A. I mean, this was 20 years ago, and the first time I encountered an eight-lane highway, I was like, "This wow. is the end of the world." Know, we need 12 lanes. Actually. It was ludicrous. Yeah, I know. I mean, it was kind of fun. I was I was younger and more idiotic than I even am now, and uh, I right. weaving in and out of traffic trying to figure it out before you just surrender and go, "What am yeah. I doing?" You know. Well, I'm from the valley. I'm a valley boy for sure. Oh my yeah. goodness! So How, you well, you made it out of there. The traffic got you out of there somehow. I know. Well, I had to get to the University of Oklahoma, get my degree, and start this whole rear, interesting career I've had. And here so. we are, man. I know. And I'm we're we're, we're making waves. Well, I don't know. We can stick this in at the end. There's been a couple of interesting articles out there uh, about weather 2020 once again. They're kind of associating us with the, the AI movement, um, which I call it a hybrid. Uh, the, the Guardian wrote an article specifically about the ability to predict weather through AI, and then um, Fox News actually did a follow-up because this is the state of journalism. They did an article about an article who was doing an article <laughs> about an article. Right. But okay, you know, whatever. Uh, they were both pretty favorable. I thought they were nice. Uh, so if anybody's interested, you go out and find those if you haven't seen them yet. Um, yeah. Guardian, yeah, I, I I guess you just Google the Guardian and Weather Twenty Twenty, maybe. Yeah, it's a it's a pretty compelling headline of like, can AI predict the blah 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 long range this right. and that, you know? So it's it's basically an, an article and, with and, a bunch of questions and, and no had, answers. I've had some people say, Gary, is this real? Can AI actually start predicting the weather like what we're doing already? Right. Because yeah. we have what's called HI. What do, define HI? Well, AI is artificial intelligence. Artificial. HI is human intelligence. Who could the human be? I mean, my gosh, you you can actually predict the weather, uh, like we were predicting the NFL draft week. We know there's going to be two storm systems there that week. How do we know that? Because the pattern is cycling, and we know it. I would amend that. Maybe we call it hybrid intelligence. Okay. Because we do have a yeah. we have a computational intelligence, statistical intelligence, and human intelligence. So I th I feel like there's a good combination of Let's call like, it HI. HI. And then people go, what is that, human intelligence? Hi. Why well, are they talking about Hawaii all the time? It's hybrid. It's a hybrid. Hybrid, hybrid intelligence. H-N-A yeah. combined, hybrid. And I, I think we're getting to the day because, I mean, you're retired. I, I, we can't rely on you forever. So I'm, I always say this sounds malicious, but my Am goal— Am I dying or something? No, well, no. I mean, we're all dying. You can't rely on you forever, Gary. Like, this is your last day. I mean, <laughs> is it? Are you forecasting <laughs> Gary, death? the day after you die, the discovery is going to be huge. Well, I'll tell you, I mean, that is the one thing. It's like death and taxes, the, the <laughs> guarantees in life. So wow. you can forecast that 100% accuracy. My goodness. Yeah, man. You're doing yeah. great. 
But yeah, I don't know. The, the goal is to render you obsolete someday. Yeah. I always say, like, the, the goal is I want to compete against your cycle identifications. Mm -hmm. And the day where we line up and I can go, Gary, just go hang out in the mountains or right. hang out on the beach. And right. we got this. There's going to be an art and science to it for a long time. Sure. Yeah. Intuition and weather forecasting. Uh, just go talk to farmers. A lot of them have yeah, this intuition right. where they, they've been out in the farm and in their fields for so long, they sort of sense what's going to happen with the weather. Uh, so there, there is an art to the science. Well, this goes back to, you know, like hybrid, the human senses from like sensing conditions, we conditions from a numerical standpoint only get you so far again right now, because a, a lot of the limitations involve like, how do you measure these parameters? How exact are they? Where were they? Whatever. We've gone over this again. We go back in the podcast, whatever, but right. you know, so, so a lot of it is measuring those conditions and stuff. Humans standing there in the elements have a, a pretty decent sense of, of conditions. So absolutely. So wow. We're hybrid, man. Amazing. But check those articles out. I thought they were kind of a nice, uh, yeah. nice little bump. You got, you got hit up for an interview, but you were traveling Yeah. and, uh, and I didn't get a chance to submit. Do we have that information? I want to follow up with this person. Uh, she was very sweet. She said, okay. let's connect. Yeah. So. Right. Well, do I have her contact? I think I forwarded I, it I to think you. you purposely kept it from No, her. I would yeah, never do yep, this. Why yep. is this an assumption? I don't know. The assumed maliciousness, Gary. No, I mean, no. I I'm shared it, but you were on a plane. It probably got I'm lost in kidding, the atmosphere. Make sure, because, you know, I get a lot of emails. You do get a lot so, of emails. It's pretty so impressive. Speaking of emails. Uh-oh. What are you, uh, what are we divulging? Oh, my gosh. You just won $12 million in the global lottery. Wow, I knew we'd get funded somehow, some it was, way. It was only a matter that's of time. Amazing. So anyway. the All right. Well, I mean, I guess that's it. Go check those things out. And, I mean, NFL draft. Are you attending any of the events? What's the um, scoop? I don't know yet. I, I doubt it. I'll probably watch it and take it in on TV. Yeah. Um, it'd be it'll weird be, recognizing it'll be a the backdrop out there. I'm sure my former TV station, KSHB 41, sure. will be all over it. You can't pull those strings a little bit, get up well, behind the scenes. You know, and, I don't know. I'm not can you get so me in there? No. Yeah. Oh, I don't oh, know. Okay. I, I'm sure that I could call for some like former coworkers and get in. Yeah. So, sure, but yeah. you're not going to. That's the, is well, that the if implication. I, if I want to, but I don't think. I think I'll just take it in. You know. That's fair. With the tenth with the tenth pick. Of the 2017 draft, the Kansas City Chiefs take Patrick Mahomes. That's a beautiful moment. The trade-up right. for him. Oh, my gosh. And the rest of our lives have changed. Very right? much so. And for the better. For the better. Unless, so, unless you're a Bronco fan or a Charger yeah, fan. Ooh. or It was or wild going back watching those games from 98. when I mean, Raiders. they were just coming off. The, the Broncos were just coming off Super Bowl win. Yeah. And they were just. Shannon Sharp was in Arrowhead. Wow. And just talking trash to the. It's like, it, it was. It's funny to watch because it was a different era. Because, like, the, the, the lady was reciting word for word what he was saying. And he was like. Y'all haven't paid the bills on this stadium. This is our stadium, and your checks are bouncing. And he was just talking trash wow. to the crowd. And she's just, like, relaying it through the through the mic to the booth. And oh I was my. like, woo Shannon Sharp had that sharp tongue. He still does, obviously. He's and in the now Shannon Sharp is a huge Patrick Mahomes fan. How about that? He's a Bronco. How can you not it's be? It's got to kill him. It's got to kill him inside, but he knows greatness when he sees it. Exactly. you got to yeah. admire a great athlete. Yeah, I know. Regardless. Exactly. Regardless good. of the jersey they wear. So what else? Are we talking Talk about anything else? I don't know. Who do you want to forecast in the draft? What do you think? What do you heard? What are you, what are you, what are your Twitter fingers telling I, no, you? Are hey, you going to trash talk hey, someone? Are we going to start a new war? My expertise in sports is not in the NFL draft analysis. Okay, that's fair. I will do the analysis after the draft. We'll come back and analyze the Chiefs picks, and you'll see these grades of A, B, C, D, F. Hey, listen, the Patrick Mahomes draft was not graded an A, 
I think it really? was an A plus. <laughs> all right, if you go back <laughs> in retrospect, analysis. So yeah. um, there's yeah. so many weird things that go into drafting. I I did some. I don't know. Here's a little behind the scenes. I did some work with the Kansas City Royals for their amateur right. scouting software. Right. This was many many years ago, and the things that I learned that go into assessing a player was shocking. Wow. Understandably so. When you start to you start to see what what gets recorded and what right. what everybody cares about the most right. you start to realize like all right this makes sense as to, to why but it's not it's not immediately intuitive into what because everybody's like they, they pitch hard they yeah. hit they hit well is it anything to do with hand size i mean hand size um whether you wear glasses or not yeah. uh what medications you take wow. you know i mean what is your family like are your siblings and or parents athletic? Do they have a professional athletic history? Oh, my goodness. And so from a statistical... All these things go into it? They're, they're pieces of yeah. it. I mean, a lot of it is like... But they're, they're, it's interesting, too, because it is human intuition of like, are they not a jerk? Wow. Like, but, and you have to put a number to that. Right, human intuition is hi also absolutely Hi- hybrid eye. We we've really come up human with something. Eye. We're blowing this wide human open. Human intuition, very much so. Hey, we don't do ai, we do hi. It's the hi, everybody. Don't tell them what it is. It's like the LRC. <laughs> Amazing. Don't be too ambiguous. We'll work on it. As we finish up this segment, again, this is brought to you by Results Personal Fitness. Stunning. I get results. I'm going to be 61 next week. 61. Yeah. You look pretty good, man. Yeah, I know. So thanks, I appreciate it. But so, wait, what do we have a goal for sixty-one? No, a fitness goal. But I, have, wanna... I have a forecast. Oh, hit me! I am forecasting in the next fifteen minutes that my two dogs have to poop. Oh, and they're okay. sitting out in the car while we're doing this podcast. I feel like there's an absoluteness to that forecast. I think we should do a segment with Rainbow and Sunny. I think we should do that. I'm into it. Let's yeah, do it. So they do all kinds of tricks. Uh, Sonny can catch a frisbee with her paws. No, I, I haven't I've seen, seen it. it. Stunning. Do, do, other dogs can't do that. It's a great skill. I taught her. I have a cat that catches toys in his paws. Oh my goodness! Does that count? Now, yes, it does, and now it makes me angry because I thought it, I thought Sunny was so special. But you're no, like Sunny's I, very special. I, I feel like you most, have a cat that can catch with its paws. Most cats do it by accident. Oh, okay. I think I don't really know. I'm guessing, but I feel like Sunny's it's a learned skill. She does it on purpose. Uh, it's it's pretty great because your natural intuition is like grab it in your mouth, and yeah. she. Well, what I saw her once, and I and I saw her catch it with her paws, and I went. I said, Sunny, pause. So I, so every time I we're playing fishing, she just catches it, and if I go, pause, she knows exactly what to do. She sits, and she goes, she catches it. Adorable. And she brings it down to the ground, and then there's some debate on whether it was a catch or not. <laughs> Because it's like, that, did she have control? Because it does get You got to hear Roger Goodell in the suite. I know, Call exactly. back to New York. Roger. Get a review. <laughs> uh, all right. That's a whole other subject for another time. Uh, uh, that it is. I think all right, we man. need to wrap up. All right. Uh, let's wrap up. You're always kicking me out of here. I know. We, understandably so. You're doing the right thing. I think so. We got other subjects to talk about. It's called The Forecast with Gary Lezak and... Bad lines. <laughs> It's still, I don't, I'm, assuming, I'm assuming it's still tiny. I haven't checked out the ground. I'm sure Ben's working on something very professional. We'll work on that. Yeah. Anyway, You should stop inviting me back. I think that's the answer. That's no, the real answer here. No, you're too fun. <laughs> All right. Um, we'll see you next week. Goodbye, everybody.